Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, happy Thursday, actually, um, uh, to, to my co-hosts Christian and Rach. How are you doing, both of you? Ah, there we go. Who am I pointing at? Okay. Um, you're in a different place on my screen. Do you want to start again? So we all part. No, 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 no. That's all part of the charm of our podcast. Why would we start again just because I talked to both of you at once and therefore nobody knew what to say next? So, Rach, how are you? Hi. No, I'm good. I am um, pretty exhausted. I've just got home from um, a full day uh, workshop with with three people. Um, darkroom printing introduction to um, to printing, which has been a really <clears throat> Uh, it's been such a pleasure to to teach the group today, but yeah, it's always exhausting when you're uh, when you're delivering something like that. So yeah, I was up early making sure I got everything prepped and then getting there, and then it was a bit of a nightmare getting back on the bus. But I did get a, a nice orange lolly, so that was good. Um, and then uh, I was very very grateful that Adam made me uh, some hot dogs and fries for my dinner. So I've just been eating those to try and um, regenerate myself basically That's you mean carbo loading for the evening session indeed indeed <laughs> that's cool well uh thank you for braving the the bus route home <laughs> yeah, does, does that well. go must go under the river does it okay, through a no, tunnel actually um i was uh, uh delivering a session in town today so ah, um, okay just from just from the center of liverpool itself um back out to, towards um penny lane which is where i am mm. cool Ah, excellent. And Christian, how are you? Pretty good, except uh, for a little cold, which is getting better. And except for dropping uh, an Olympus or M50 mil f1.4 uh, lens today on the stone floor, <clears throat> which oh. I tried today to check out if it's still working. And then I dropped it and <laughs> that wasn't a very uh, an odd feeling. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know yeah. what? Sell, sell it to Jeff. According to his podcast, he'll buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Sorry, Jeff, if you're listening. We're working our way through that at the moment. Uh, Jeff, if you want it, just drop me an email. <laughs> I dropped the lens, you drop me an email. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and have you been on a bus today, Christian? Uh, no, I haven't. But uh, since it's my daughter's 10th birthday, birthday tomorrow, she asked me if we could go get an ice cream because mm -hmm. she wanted to remember her last ice cream um at a single digit age oh. which is an odd thing but that's the way she thinks and you and, fell uh, for that yeah i didn't have an ice cream i just <laughs> went along and tried not to ruin my <clears throat> figure i don't know <laughs> so i just watched my kids eat ice cream and yeah i dropped the 50 mil lens so that was my day today after work obviously Oh, that is adorable, though, and so sweet. And happy birthday to her for tomorrow. Oh, um, tell her that. I do remember um, when I was little, actually, um, it may have been for a birthday or something. It was like, you get to choose today, Rachel, what you'd like us to do, where you'd like us to go. And I was like, right, we're going to go to Stratford. I think I was about seven, maybe. Um, and my mum and dad were like, okay, because it's, it's not a huge amount, you know, away from where I grew up. But it's about 40 minutes, I suppose. But they just didn't know why. You know, it was like, I'm going to the Royal Court or something, you know, um, at age seven. Um, and it turns out when I got there, I was like, brilliant. Yay. Um, I wanted to go to this very specific shop, which was a toffee shop uh, where they Ooh. sold toffee. Uh, and it turns out that it was Thornton's. <laughs> and I hadn't realized that Thornton's are like literally everywhere <laughs> around the country. <laughs> um, but because I'd been to Thornton's at some point, you know, in the past, I was like, that's where, that's where they sell the toffee. So obviously I want to go to where the toffee is. And Stratford so, is an amazing town. So yeah, there was uh, no loss. I wasn't, I wasn't so fussed about, apparently. <laughs> okay. Not, not into Shakespeare at the age of seven then. No, I know. Funny that, isn't it? I, I, um, I remember, I think I was 12 or 13. I uh, once uh, went to visit um, a Shakespeare play. I think it was Macbeth in Stratford. Mm -hmm. And it was a very strange sort of um, arrangement they they did. There. They, they had huge old oil uh, barrels as drums and stuff like that on the... I went to see that. I went to see that. So how old are you, Christian? Can I ask? 
<laughs> older than you. But this must have been on at the same time because I went to see really? school. Yes, Macbeth. And there was like naked men on stage and there was like people with loads of oil drums behind them and um, Macbeth was yeah. on like, a motorbike or something. Oh my god! I don't, I don't yeah. remember the motorbike, but it was it was rather strange. Yeah, right. This is so bizarre. We went to see the same performance then. At oh some my point. goodness! But this is when I, I was to... like early. I was probably maybe year seven or something. So I was like 11, 12. I wonder so, how long it ran for. You must have seen it at some point. I, then. Yeah, I don't remember. I really don't remember the uh, the exact date, but it, I, it was quite an experience. It, that's exactly what I said when I came home and told my mum about it. <laughs> we really need to discuss this when I'm in the UK. Uh, so bizarre. Find out the exact date. Yeah, oh my exactly. goodness. How bizarre. <laughs> well, there we go. Aid, have you ever been to um, to uh, Stratford to watch a very bizarre uh, adaptation of Macbeth? Uh, not to see a bizarre adaptation of Macbeth. I think I went as a kid once. I see. I seem to remember there's a river runs through it or something like that. Is there? A, oh no, yeah, because it's Stratford on Avon, isn't it? Yeah, so it must be well, the yes, River the Avon, Avon or one of the River Avons. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it seems to or, or pretty much yeah, any river is called Avon in this country, isn't it? So is it? Oh yeah, is there's it? River, yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, well, yeah. Avon is like it's um, it's it's an old word, isn't it? It's because the um. Is it like river river? Does it mean river? Sort sort of yeah, because it's like um, Abba in. Welsh, it's Abbas ah. River, I think. Ooh, okay. Maybe it's just meandering a lot through the UK. Maybe it's it the same river. Maybe it <laughs> does. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's a ni nice place. I haven't been there for a very long time now. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that was an unexpected big uh, start to today's podcast. I didn't know that we'd yes. be talking about that. Small so. worlds with the Sunny Sixteen team. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. is. How about you, Aid? How are you today? I'm all right, thank you. Um, I've been to Stonehenge today, actually, or very close to Stonehenge. I drove past it earlier on. Um, on my you way, the solstice, you know. Yes, by a ooh, by about a week and a half. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, but no, I was down down that way on on some business this morning. Um, only for a short while. Um, but Stonehenge is always nice to see. Um, and there wasn't even. A lot of traffic there normally for those that don't know stonehenge the road that goes past it narrows down and everybody slows down to watch it to, to watch it to look at it and and <laughs> it does it stonehenge doesn't do much so you're not really watching stonehenge you're more just sort of looking at it standing there uh, <clears throat> and uh but even that was quite clear today so that was nice Good. No, normally you get stuck there um yeah so what else did i do today i've been doing some more product photography for emma's Etsy shop and her website, um, which is interesting. Uh, shooting, uh, that has to be all digital, shooting tethered to my laptop so that we can see the uh, the images on the big screen and check out all the details that you need to get right and stuff like that. So um, I don't think I've ever properly shot tethered before. Um, so that was new and interesting um, actually, and actually um, very easy. You, you literally plug the USB cable into the camera and the USB cable into the computer. And uh, there's a tiny little app that Fuji give you that just watches a folder, right? And it just saves, as the file comes down the cable, it it, it just saves it into the folder. Um, and it's really easy. I've never done it. It's, uh, yeah, I have seen, you know, people with the setup and stuff, but I've never actually tried it myself. How about you, Christian, have you? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I tried it. Uh, I, I used it several times. It's nice if you uh, if you uh, take portraits mm -hmm. and people. Yeah, it's 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 for you, but also for the person you take the portrait of. They sometimes like to see, yeah, their expression and so on. And yeah, kind of like part of the like experience, it. right? Um, a bit like when you're shooting with film, if you're shooting with instant or something like that, then it it gives you a chance for them to see it pretty instantaneously. Get to see the images. Yeah. Jeez, that was one one of the reasons why uh, why fashion photographers used the instant backs on yeah. on their cameras in the heydays of uh, yeah film fashion photography. I yeah. saw uh, Avedon uh, shooting this uh, this um, very iconic image of Nastasia Kinski, I think, where she mm -hmm. has this snake, uh, and and uh, I think he did proof shots in in Polaroid. Peel apart, 
which brings yeah. probably brings tears to some people's eyes that <laughs> yeah. it's not available anymore but yeah absolutely yeah it would be would be now definitely um but yeah that i mean that is how how um yeah uh to make it an instant way of viewing what it is that you shot when you sh when you're shooting analog obviously um yeah. a new thing that happened for me today was somebody printed one of my um one of my negatives one that i've actually not seen um uh, i shot it about seven years ago probably oh. and i had um because i always take like a, a spare you know sheet of negs just in case there's a backup in case people haven't brought their own or there's a problem or what have you so I thought, oh, I'll just take this sheet along. Uh, and so, yeah, they chose one of the um, one of the strips next because they hadn't got their own. And uh, yeah, basically printed that up. So it was really nice to see one of my one of my negatives, but actually printed as a, a, a final piece and brought to life, which is what I was saying to them. It's like that that idea of actually taking that negative that's been there for that many years, obviously from the shot that I originally took that I've probably scanned but never really looked at. Um, and I've definitely never printed and had somebody else, you know, actually do the printing was was really fun, actually. So, uh, yeah, obviously they they got to, um, I was like, of course, take that, take that home. Enjoy that you've made your first print. Um, but it was it was good. Yeah. Made me. Um, oh, let me go. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound it's, nice. That's it. It's a fun, a fun experience and it's a different experience if you're printing from somebody else's negatives as well. Oh. Uh, like when when Jeff came to the UK last year and we did our like day uh, in the dark room and he just got his expan basically because he bought it obviously in London his first expan shall we say um the OG and he brought that along and so it was basically the first time he'd seen the negatives you know uh actually being printed and being used and things and I printed you know with him and then also my own version from one of his negatives and it is it's really it's a different experience. I don't know if either of you have ever printed somebody else's negatives or, I mean, you've not been really in the darkroom situation, I suppose. I, I uh, yeah, I, 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 I did a lot of uh, stuff, uh, crazy stuff like trying to print C41 color mm -hmm. film on black and white and mm -hmm. I was young. Yeah. <laughs> does that work can you do that it, 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 it does work somehow you need to you know the problem is that uh, since the uh, C41 has a very yellow yellowish base it's not that easy but it it does work but it's it's not the same as printing black and white film uh, were you talking about using a colour negative in a in a um, in an enlarger on black and white paper yeah okay so yeah actually i had this conversation with them today because um i did do a um a short ilford video you know as part of one of the series that i did saying basically saying you can shoot sorry you can print from your c41 negatives because not everybody realizes you can do that and it does help open up your archive as well because if you feel like oh that's a really nice shot but it's in color and i haven't got the skills to uh, all the time or inclination or whatever to print in color then it, it means that you can still print in the darkroom, you know, if uh, if you've got a black and white setup that you can access. But um, as Christian says, it's a little bit, a little bit more time consuming in that because of the kind of cast, your uh, your sort of like tonal range is slightly different, um, and it can be a little bit trickier to get the focus right because well, do, the brain's slightly different, obviously as well. Mm. Do do you use a yellow? filter when printing I, I suppose it might help to use a yellow filter to get rid of or to to compensate for the yellow uh, I use the, uh, uh, yeah i use the um uh, the standard multi-grade filters like the ilford filters between zero zero and five i do tend to find that when you're printing with c41 necks on black and white paper that you might need a slightly higher contrast than you might normally yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. but yeah um no no specific yellow filters or anything like that right. just, just the multi-grade ones yeah and uh, yeah, okay? makes sense because the 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 contrast drops dramatically when you um print c41 negatives yeah yeah, oh so uh, a nice, uh, a nice kind of like fun little extra foray down the uh, down the printing route, and uh, it made them go, "Oh, it means I can bring more of my negatives in and do more printing," oh. which is always a nice thing. So uh, yeah, I think it's been quite encouraging today. Well, that's oh. good. Uh, it's it's nice to be able to to share that sort of thing with people, isn't it? So 
Yes. Oh, uh, one thing I uh, just wanted to ask you, Rach, maybe you know, I, I think uh, Berger uh, um, released a new uh, um, cyanotype kit. Is that Ooh. true? That's, oh, I don't know. I hadn't come across that. That's, I mean, possibly. If you've if you've seen it, you know, um, on social media or something like that, then yeah, probably. It sounds, sounds I think so. Let me quickly Google. You continue the, the okay. conversation. Um, <laughs> Talking of um, new things that have been launched, uh, I don't know if either of you have seen, hopefully. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will have um, have noticed that um, Elvis from Ondo um, Cameras has um, recently, within the last week or so, launched the Icon, amazing large format camera, which is like a modular system. Um, looks absolutely beautiful. I, um, uh, uh, Elvis is somebody that um, I know uh, pretty well, obviously, through through um, what we do. Our business birthdays are pretty similar uh, in that he's literally just had his 10th birthday. And that's why it was a really lovely kind of like marker and milestone for re releasing this and launching this at the same time. Uh, and mine's mine's next year, uh, 10 year anniversary. So um, we've been talking about doing some sort of collaboration uh, for quite a long time. And it's just, you know, um, when our lives are the way that our lives are with our businesses, it's been difficult to actually uh, pin that down. But I think we're getting closer to actually making that happen. And I'm, I'm so proud and like pleased uh, for him. Smash through the goal, like within hours. Oh, um, did he? Oh, that's because oh, it's absolutely. a kickstarter. We, we should say it's yeah. a kickstarter yeah. that's launched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But unsurprisingly, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, t totally, you know, like taken up, you know, everybody was like on board with this. And nice. uh, yeah, so especially oh, that's, really the, uh, that's really pleasing when that happens. I like yeah. it. It must be such um, a, got, a difficult thing to do, to do a, a kickstart and so nerve wracking. Yeah, it must absolutely. be it must be really nice when actually it, uh, yeah. it, it, it just works. Yes, absolutely. It's um, oh. a, a lovely, lovely piece of kit and unsurprisingly has the same kind of like quality and feel to as far as i can see and i'm sure it will have uh, to the ondo pinhole cameras which are for people who don't know or haven't come across ondo uh, before they're all handmade um and oh, well um made i think also by machine but designed um and built by hand and they are made of wood and they are beautiful like tactile objects and the large format camera that uh, he's designed uh, seems to be you know is is um along the same kind of like from the same stable shall we say uh in terms of that so it looks lovely um and uh yeah i'm you know not being paid to promote it or anything like that uh, i just uh am mentioning it because i think it's just a beautiful thing so if you haven't yet seen that um do yourselves a favor and uh pop on over to kickstarter and look for the undo um kickstarter because I think it's just going to be such a fabulous camera. I'm really looking forward to uh, looks, seeing that there. It looks yeah. great, actually. I mean, it's already more than 200% funded. Yeah, so that's yeah. brilliant. So that's that's cool. I'm, I'm liking the idea of the 4 by 10 inch Oh, my goodness. Pan right. Panoramic well, camera. Oh, I was like, geez, I can't believe you're doing this. Amazing. But yeah, I mean... Yeah, be wonderful. How, how will that work? Will they half like uh, 8 by 10 sheets or...? I guess. I guess. I imagine oh, so. Cool. Yeah, but but just, just a four by ten, it sounds, sounds nice. And the, the biggest negative I can shoot is a six by twelve, and I've got a couple of cameras that can do that. But four by ten inches is just amazing. Enormous. Yeah. Imagine, imagine the contact prints on cyanotype. Segway, yeah. segway. So I looked uh, the Berger <laughs> stuff up. It's I think it's not new, but it's a it's a ah, kit okay. where you have like twenty five cotton sheets and the whole shebang that you need to. Uh, get, um, get the light sensitive layer on and so on. So sorry, it was not new, I think. But if it's new, correct me. And I didn't Google it. Okay. I start paged it because we want to be protect oh. our data and privacy. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, thanks very much for for checking that out. And uh, yeah, that was uh, just a really lovely, lovely thing that uh, obviously I saw coming up and out on social media and things um did you guys want to talk a little bit about what you've been up other things you've been up to um i uh whilst we were having a a, a preliminary chat and i was finishing off my hot dogs and uh, <laughs> fly, uh for dinner i was also writing a big long list of all the things that i've been doing the last three weeks or so because i just can't store it all in my head 
Um, so uh, go for I it, was, Ra- go for it, Rachel. You're you're because uh, I realised we hadn't really had chance to kind of like catch up on all of these bits and pieces, and I thought it'd be nice to just sort of go. Oh, this is the things that have been going on. So I did a um, a short print run for my workbook, which obviously I have mentioned. Um, I've got a few a few copies left um, from that, um, but they've been winging their way off around the world so um the uk ones have gone out and the uh, international ones are on their way um so uh there, like i say there's a few left if anybody's interested in getting one uh, ready for the summer shooting um then uh, then drop me a line it's um on uh, on my website so littlevintagephotography.co.uk and you can find this section for workbook um which will take you to it um I've been and done um, an exciting site recce uh, for uh, a, a very exciting project. I'm just going to very be very coy and tease about that. Um, this is something for next year for my 10th anniversary, which I'm really excited about. I have mentioned it to Aid and to Christian um, uh, and maybe a couple of other people, but it's quite, quite um, sort of, uh, yeah, sneaky at the moment uh, as ideas. But I'm re- sneaky really... Sneaky in a good way, though, right? Yeah, sneak in a good way. Uh, so I'm very, very excited about that. And I will obviously let the listeners know more about that as things progress. Um, I did a, uh, oh, I did a maternity shoot actually in my studio, which was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I was using my large format chroma camera. So uh, my chroma from Steve Lloyd, um, basically shooting on paper because I wanted to get a feel that was quite similar to the wet plate look. Um, so I was actually shooting with paper negs and they came out really nicely. It was lovely to see how it translated um, on photographic paper. And I basically shoot and then I have my pop-up darkroom within the studio space. So I went in there, developed it so I could instantly, basically instantly check whether I needed to reshoot. Um, so that was really nice uh, to do. Um, there's been a couple of make fests going on. So there was Wirral Make Fest because with my new studio, I'm over on, on the Wirral now, and uh, Wirral Make Fest was taking place at um, the Williamson Art Gallery. So that's a, a chance to meet like lots of makers and creatives and what have you from around the area uh, and make connections and things. That was lovely. Um, uh, there's been quite a bit of uh, printing happening in my dark rooms. So I've got a membership now, so people can take up membership, come along you know, use the facilities for the day. So that's been really nice to have people in there and get to share the equipment and get to share, you know, the space. Um, I've been very busy with other workshops and things. Had a fantastic day with um, Heather um, where we did a process and print day. So she'd actually gone and shot um, some of John's uh, Black and Whitmore film. Um, which was very special to her uh, and obviously to us, of course. And it was lovely that she had saved it and brought it along with her to to the um, to the workshop. Uh, in the end, we uh, actually processed a couple of other roles because it meant we could do two together. Um, but she has that and she now has the skills. So she will be um, processing that at some point soon, hopefully. So I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out from that. Um, and uh, that was really lovely. And we had also directly after that uh, basically that evening um uh, and heather was like i can always you know help if there's stuff going on um that you need an extra pair of hands and i was like well <laughs> it's we're all open studios and it starts literally right now <laughs> um immediately after her workshop and it's on on the saturday and sunday as well mm-hmm. so um uh, i don't think she meant quite that quickly but uh you know i'm never let it be said that i'll turn down an offer of help if it's there um so suddenly she found herself showing people around a space that she didn't really know and telling them things that she didn't really know about either uh, but she did it with fantastic um aplomb so uh, that was that was awesome and uh, lovely to welcome people to this space. Now, uh, John originally did the uh, was it the Warwickshire Open Studios or the Coventry Open Studios, uh, and we had this fantastic meetup actually at his house because of course the dark shed was at um, John and Amory's house in the garden. Uh, so this is a similar idea. It some in some cases people's houses or homes were what they opened up. In my case, obviously it was the studio got to show people around um it's uh, it's a nice thing to do we don't always get chance to go and see what places of people's work you know um sorry that's obviously the dog in the background all right we'll we can see her hey there hi obviously the listeners don't know what on earth uh, why on earth i'm making these weird noises so i thought i should probably explain you <laughs> had two hot dogs and a 
<laughs> you had two oh, no. hot dogs and fries. So two hot dogs and fries, and now she's wanting the last of the buns. So uh, yeah, perfect. Um, what else? <laughs> oh, um, there was also a. Uh, I had. Um, I've had a little chat with uh, the photography show as well recently. So that's exciting. Um, hopefully, some plans for next year. So they are going back to a March date. Uh, so any of our listeners who aren't aware of this at the moment, uh, the next the photography show will be happening at the NEC the 16th to the 19th of March, 24. Um, basically, they realised that the uh, September dates just weren't quite working. It was basically right in the middle of wedding season still for a lot of people uh, and other kind of like fields as well. So they've gone back to the March dates, which means... They won't be doing it this September, um, but it will be back in full force, obviously, in March. So um, so those are dates for the diary. Um, I'm um, also going to be um, doing a, a job soon where I have to dismantle my dark room and take it to somewhere else for a day. Um, so I'm doing a, like a consultancy job on that, basically facilitating this one day pop up, if you like, um, somewhere else in Liverpool and then bringing it back. So that's going to be a fun, uh, a fun one to do. So looking forward to it. But yeah, it's going to be quite intense, really. Um, so that's in a couple of weeks. And um, I'll be working, I think, with some fashion photographers for that. Um, so watch this space. I will let you know more at some future point once I uh, once I know what I can say, <laughs> depending on the non-disclosure uh, that I may decide. <laughs> so we will we will see how that goes. Um, on uh, obviously I was doing the workshop today uh, in the dark room. I've got another couple coming up, and then on Saturday um, I'm going to be doing the Liverpool Make Fest. <laughs> so there's the Mersey Meetup photo walk happening on Saturday, and um, I'll also I won't be able to do the photo walk because I'll be at Liverpool Central Library. So if anybody is around and would like to either go on the photo walk or come and see myself and Hilary Clark, because she's going to be assisting me, um, we'll both be at Liverpool Central Library doing the Liverpool Make Fest. Um, there's a load of other bits and pieces um, that have been going on. Oh, um, I'm doing a maker's market and a wedding. And then Northwest Film Photo have just announced that they're doing a photo walk uh, in Liverpool on the 29th of July. Um, so, which I won't be able to go to because of the wedding. Um, but that leads us then into, that's the end of July, into the beginning of August, and we have a sunny 16 photo walk happening in Oxford, right? <laughs> Aye, yes, we do. Absolutely. In honour of our esteemed foreign colleague uh who is who is uh, decided to to uh um, tour the uk uh for summer family vacation holiday um we will be looking looking forward to meeting you in real life christian Yay. yeah so 12th of august saturday the 12th of august uh in oxford which is usually um uh, well, Graham likes Oxford at least, anyway. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, you don't. Lo- uh, sorry, no, I meant it's a location. Sorry, I, <laughs> I do like Oxford. Yes, no, I meant it's a location for a photo walk. He says, uh, yeah, it's always oh, it's reasonably central. Come to Oxford. It's, uh, we go to Oxford all that's the time. That's always his pitch. It, it is always, always his. It is always. Yeah, his so pitch, that's so. that's why he's he'll be leading the photo yeah. walk. <laughs> Has he actually agreed to do that yet? Or we because we've spoken since about when, it on the since podcast. Since when do you ask for times. permission? <laughs> as for forgiveness after you've dragged him along is that the, yes is we beer? buy him uh, we buy him the number of beers and he'll be fine <laughs> so for the full details of that photo walk that's going to be on the discord channel isn't it yeah yes yeah. Soon as, as soon as there's any details to share we'll share them <laughs> except for the date and the town so the date so it is saturday the 12th of august i think it's a saturday isn't it it is a saturday so yeah. saturday the 12th of august uh in oxford there you go. That's that's as much detail as we know about them. Uh, day in daytime in Oxford. Just yeah, that narrows yeah. it down a little bring, bit. Bring cameras. Bring cameras. Um, it'll most likely be a a mid to late morning meetup. Uh, a, a good few hours wandering around, and I'm sure there'll be some establishment we can retire to for uh, some refreshment at the end of the day. Um, that sounds amazing. Yeah. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good day out. Yes, and I say I look forward look forward sure. to meeting you in person. Yes. Uh, looking forward to meeting you yeah yeah it's cool it's cool it's all good so uh yeah so well let's, let's talk about the summer a little bit then um because we've all got yeah we've all got adventures coming up 
uh, and uh, so uh, most uh, and we've talked about a little bit before about how uh, that everybody's schedules are getting really really crowded in the sunny 16 team at the moment so uh, we are going to take I think for the first time ever we're actually going to take a summer break uh, from from the podcast uh, just so that we can get our lives together i think as much as anything else and, and enjoy regroup our, and it regroup yes and enjoy our summer adventures that we've got going on um as i say this so, so it's june 2023 which means we've been going about seven years now on this show and i don't think we've ever taken an extended break before um, but we are going to do that uh, this summer and we'll be back in the autumn uh, with lots of exciting things and when i say autumn um, i've worked in some places where autumn goes all the way up to christmas eve but we won't leave you hanging out long um the usually when they've got yeah, usually when people are trying to sell stuff and they say yeah i'll definitely sign it in the autumn i'll definitely sign it and then everybody's running around at 5 30 on christmas eve trying to get it signed um the no we won't leave it that long it'll be yeah september time all right so we're going to take july it's, as we record this this is the end of june we're going to take two months off we're going to take july off and we're going to take august off and we're going to have some adventures including a photo walk in oxford on saturday the 12th mm-hmm. of august and uh we are going to and then we'll be back in the autumn uh refreshed and with stories to share so will we will we uh, be bringing stickers to the photo walk <laughs> uh yes let's say yes i'm sure i've got some uh, and you mean sunny 16 stickers <laughs> yeah what else not stickers off your i'll bring face. some of, i'll bring some of my i dream of camera stickers i'm sure i've got some of those lying around oh. um so yes uh uh definitely we'll bring we can bring stickers to the photo well, why would we not bring stickers if we have them available um I have to find them. I'm sure I've got a vague idea which drawer or cupboard they're in. You, you may you may bring stickers off your face. I was <laughs> kidding. You have a lovely face. Oh, that's very kind of you, but I don't think anybody really needs a sticker of my face, do they? I don't know. Who knows? There's a market oh, no. oh, for you've everything. You've got a 16 okay. sticker in your book, right? Cool. Yeah, I've literally just realised. I, I was just hiding behind this, um, trying to hide from the dog because she obviously is being a, a fuss pot. But is, um, she, is she repelled by Sunny 16 oh, stickers? No, um, <laughs> but I was basically hiding behind the book, and then I realised actually, yes, I have my Sunny 16 sticker here, um, next to one of my little um, experimental um, pinhole ones and stuff. So yeah really funny how, how cool so um i could obviously do with some new ones myself so uh you know if i can be there brilliant and if not please hang on to a couple of um a couple of copies for me and send it up <laughs> yeah definitely so uh yes so uh well let's talk let's talk about adventures i mean rachel you've told us about lots and lots of work adventures you've got on have you yeah. got any uh any personal adventures coming up this summer <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> it's all Fair wrong <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that i might um i might have uh, a couple of days off uh, in july uh, as in there'll be work days but i'm going to make them days uh, sorry the dog oh my goodness Marcy. she's all right she's okay um so yeah so uh, i'm hoping actually um for a week in july I might have um, a couple of days, maybe a Tuesday, Thursday or something. So those are days I would normally be working uh, and I think I might go to a coffee shop and, you know, maybe read a book or something that's not work. And who knows? I may pick up a camera. I may not. I don't know. Um, But if I do, I will do that as a personal project. You know, I'll do that to go and shoot a roll of film that is just for me and for fun and isn't a work uh, related um, output, shall we say, or, or you know, towards uh, towards anything specific for that. So just to have some fun with it would be would be nice. Um, it, I'm one of those people you may have realised um, that I often have a lot of things going on at once. So um, you do indeed, yes. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Try, I know, right? Uh, so trying to narrow down what I actually want to do with those sixteen hours. Um, the eight hours on the Tuesday, eight hours on the Thursday, uh, whilst my daughter is at nursery, uh, is going to be fun because that that's my window. That that's my summer holiday basically is those two days. So um, no pressure, right? To uh, to make them uh, days when I don't do stuff. I don't know. Maybe I just maybe I just sit for eight hours. I don't think I could I couldn't do that. 
that'd be horrendous. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess uh, if anybody's got any suggestions, um, because do the do the alphabet challenge. Okay, you have mentioned the alphabet challenge a couple of times, Christian. Uh-huh. Is it? Um, I'm going to guess it's taking photographs um, of things that begin with each letter of the alphabet. Um, a sort of it. it, it okay. you, you photograph things that have the shape of letters of the alphabet. Oh, um, I know. We so got you that out of the uh, not, well, You can if you want to, but it, it's more uh, an exercise to sharpen your eye for details that you haven't seen before, especially in places that you got you know tired of. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, that sounds fun. I, I did that, and it was amazing. That's I got really it from the Photographic Eye um, mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, hmm, how exciting can that be? But it was actually uh, one of the best outings I had for a long time awesome. with my camera in a familiar place, which I thought mm-hmm. I had photographed everything in. So I do, like, awesome. I do like focusing on detail sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just going out and saying, right, today is going to be a, a detail day. Right. Um, it doesn't have to be macro, although sometimes macro, yeah, macro is no, no, part no. of that, definitely. But just say, I'm, I'm going to focus on details today. You know, I'm going to look for things and spot things. So I can think, yeah, I can see how something like the alphabet challenge would be, yeah, would give you a focus for that kind of thing. Yeah, mm. what to spot. So. Mm. Definitely. And, 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 and I mean, uh, I, I, when I did it, I actually um, digressed because while doing it, I saw stuff that I haven't seen before. Did so you invent just... letters? Is it? <laughs> and, <clears throat> uh, Sanskrit, basically. No, no, not really. But it was, it was nice because while searching, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> while searching for letters, you saw details in, in buildings or scenes that you thought, never thought of you know looking at you know and you've got at least one extra letter in germany anyway haven't you uh we we have several extra letters we have the luxury of umlauts so oh yeah yeah but those are those 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 are usually applied to normal letters though as an accent aren't they but you have the unless i've misunderstood the meaning of the word umlaut all my life but you have the the um uh, the double s that looks like a capital letter b with a tail yeah, the sharp S, as yes. we sometimes call it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is a strange mm. thing. So, as well as taking photographs of letters that don't exist, uh, what other adventures have you got on this summer? Uh, so, uh, the big adventure, obviously, is going to the UK with my family. And we have, we've been to the UK many times before, but uh, not since the start of the pandemic. And this uh, disgraceful uh, Brexit thing. So, yeah, um, we really love the, the place that we visited and we, we need to over, overcome our Peak District addi- addiction. So we're going to Wales and, and to Oxford to compensate. And no, it, we're looking forward to it uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, and especially also to the, to the photo walk, obviously. And then my wife and I are training um race biking because we oh. have uh we want to uh go race biking in Italy at some point not compet- competitively but just the two of us and yeah do you have matching outfits a friend of mine uh, who is recently retired in his late 50s uh, uh you know um has just gone on what he calls the tour of italy with some of his uh, and they all had matching cycling shirts like the, these these five oh, no. blokes all in their late 50s all, all in matching cycling shirts they look I, like I, a bunch I, of clowns I, I, I think <laughs> no i i think it's cool because it gives you it, it, it's why, why not i applaud everyone over 50 who goes biking and if they feel like a team wearing matching outfits it's perfectly fine really because yeah no we don't have matching outfits but i'm looking forward to spending some quality time with my yeah. family with yeah, my yeah. wife and and doing sporty stuff which is good as well and yeah no uh, i re- i really want to do a lot of photography during the holidays so yeah do you have we'll a camera mount on your bike you know you could do or at least a place to um, store it if not just to shoot so um, I, I ride um, a, a gravel bike, which I have street tires on. But the, the reason why I have a gravel bike is because 
um, I write um, asphalt roads, but uh, but they are very you know not very good. Right, and uh, up, the other you're thing, up in the mountains and they get ruined by and, the weather in the winter and yeah, stuff like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Well, what I, you mean I'm, is you write you. you you don't get you don't get this in in your country because you mostly have really really good roads. But the roads in the oh, UK, no, not really. the roads in the UK are all like that. <laughs> no, 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 not really. But the thing is, uh, I, I I use like um, uh, uh, I don't have like um, gravel tires on it because I just wear down. I just have street street tires on it. But I do have a uh, um, a wreck. Uh, that I can put a, a bag on and I actually do put my uh, my camera in uh, a camera bag on the back of the bike oh, okay and if I see something um, I'll just you know stop shoot whatever I see and that's actually the plan you know taking a camera with me on the bike um, nice I like that that's and I actually it it sounds strange I, I thought about mounting the camera on like, do you know the peak design clips that you can put on, on yeah, your backpack yeah. and so on? Yeah, I have one of those, but yeah. The, yeah, but I, I'm afraid that the vibrations of um, when you put it like on the, on the, uh, on the um, what's it called? Oh, my goodness. The steering wheel of the bike. The um, handlebar. Handlebar, yeah. If you, I think the vibrations will just kill the camera. Mm, yes, I can, yes, can mm. imagine if you did, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. So putting it in a in a uh, in a soft camera bag on the back of the bike is as far as I dare to to go. You know. Well, the other way, I mean, I know it's not ideal, but the other way is to carry it in a small and light rucksack because then your no. body is acting as the shock absorber. Yeah, that, that maybe works on a like a mountain bike, <clears throat> but if you go on a gravel bike and go fast, your you, your position is very low, and. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I don't like to have the the extra weight weight on the back. So, ah, okay. No, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, not to. Yeah, you, you know what you're doing clearly. So, so <laughs> I I don't know <laughs> about that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. No, it's a, it's a, I can really recommend going biking. It's a good thing. Yeah. So some good summer adventures for you then. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Mm. Uh, well, so for, well, for me, um, the big thing that I'm looking forward to is my trip to Canada, uh, which is starting in just over a week's time. So I probably should so be a bit more prepared than that, actually, than <laughs> I am at the moment. Um, so this is something I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's something that my wife and I have talked about for years and years and years that we wanted to do is to have a trip where we tour Canada. Um, clearly, you can't do all of Canada in one go. Um, it is just too big. So we are focusing uh, on the uh, the western parts of Canada, um, Calgary, the Rockies, Vancouver and Vancouver Island. Uh, we are going to spend some time in a couple of the eastern cities, Ottawa and Toronto as well. Uh, but most of the time we'll be focusing on the western side of the country. So that is a big, big adventure for the summer. Um, the, How, for, How oh, are we going for more aid? Uh, uh, okay, we're going for a month. Wow. Have you solved the what camera to bring problem? Um, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> that means no, clearly. Um, no, with that no, so, so the... I, I know in my heart which cameras I want to take. And then part of me says, ah, oh, yeah, but you should also make sure you take the technically most proficient digital camera because there'll be those really important things you'll want to get right. And yeah. so so there's the, the there's the inner, inner monologue. It's not a monologue, actually, because it's a bit more of an argument than a monologue. But there's the there's the inner <laughs> argument between the, the, the artist in me who wants to be expressive and, and, and damn the 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 uh, technical side of the of the work and then there's the, yeah yeah and then there's the uh the, then there's the uh the the person that thinks actually what would be a wasted opportunity if you di if you didn't but you know, you know the, the amount of voices in your head is not the problem the problem starts when one of it or one of the voices starts humming the tetris melody then you're in big trouble <laughs> No, it's it's all uh, yeah. The worse than that in this house, it's all like Pokemon tunes and stuff like that. Those oh are my really, goodness, really catchy. Some of the Pokemon tunes. So, 
so you're going for a month age so this is like I, I mean I think the, the longest I've ever been away anywhere um obviously years ago but it was 10 days I think so I've never done like two whole weeks anywhere um a month is like I mean that's that's such a big chunk of time but equally I know it's going to go so fast for you you know when you're there um what have you ever done a, a trip that's been like this long before or anything like it no um never done a trip this long before um i've done a couple of three week trips um oh, uh, over the cool. years but um not something that's this mm. long um and um i don't think and certainly not with uh, not as a family so yeah, ne- never been away. Presumably, the kids are coming with you as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're all going. Yeah, all four <laughs> of us going. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a, an amazing trip, amazing experience. So, yeah, I would, uh, that's um, the uh, that's that's going to be fantastic. I will, of course, take lots of travel shots. Um, and but I have been thinking about you know what would I like to do photographically there, and I think. But no, I don't think I, I've I've got the, the 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 idea of it nailed down, which is that the first couple of days uh, we're going to be in Calgary and we're going to go to the Calgary Stampede, which is a big rodeo and music festival and stuff like that. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that I get loads and loads of photos there and then make that set of photos the the project set of photos so not try and do something that mm-hmm. encompasses the whole month which would be loads of different things and would make a great holiday album for the family but wouldn't hang together as a coherent piece of creative work necessarily mm-hmm. um but hopefully i can get enough out the first couple of days at the stampede that then i can do a collection of photos and that collection might end up being another zine or it might be a series of prints or it might be i, mm. I don't know I, i'm not going to I, i'm not too fussed about speculating about what the output collection ends up looking like um so so but but those first couple of days i'm going to make sure i get lots of stuff so thinking about making sure how i can get the you know in, in you know, the establishing shots, the close-up detail shots, the you know the expressive shots. You know, and I, I guess there'll be shots of cowboys riding horses or being thrown off bulls or something. I don't know exactly. I've never been to a rodeo before, so so I'm going to keep my eyes open and take as many photos as I can, and then that'll give me something. Which, if I I might choose to work on them while we're away, it'd be nice to while away the evenings working on the set of photos I've taken. Yeah, well, I've got the time and the brain space. Um, or I might choose to leave until I come back and have it as, mm-hmm. a, as a nice thing to mull over when I get home. So um, that, that's my photo project. It sounds really, it sounds really interesting, really sensible, I think, actually, because if you're putting it sort of like front loading it almost, it's like, right, we're going to get there. I'm going to be, you know, really excited off the adrenaline of going to this fantastic experience with the whole family. And it's like, you can almost then relax for the rest of it you don't you're not going to have any pressure to feel like I'm not saying that you necessarily would anyway age because I don't think that's the sort of person you are but um for me that is the sort of thing that I would I would stress about you know I would worry I'm not capturing all the things I should be capturing whilst I'm here for this amazing month so you're kind of like getting out out early doors out the way early to be like I've captured everything I need to you've got the money shots you've got the the things that are going to be your project for creating something afterwards um and then you can kind of relax and just take shots as you feel you know um appropriate or you know it's a, oh yeah actually i feel like in the mood to take a camera out you know tonight yeah, or whatever absolutely and one of the things that i've learned in traveling with the family you know over the years is that no matter where you go and no matter how amazing it is as a photo destination um family trips are not photo trips because you, you, I personally, if I'm away with my family, I want to focus mm-hmm. on him being in the moment with my family. I don't want to be leaving them for hours on end while I go off on my own. That's not that's not the purpose of me doing this trip. The purpose of me doing this trip is to have an amazing adventure with my family. So you have to be. It, I have found though that it is possible to carve out bits and say, actually, do you know what? this particular thing i'm going to need a few hours everybody because i want to go off and do some stuff and so you know um i think that's that that's for me is 
is the compromise and, and not to do it too often yeah. because then if you do it too often it starts to undermine the family time and, and mm. it, this is all about family so uh this I would... probably really depends on the age of the kids as well doesn't it I mean, I uh, yes, I guess. I don't know. I mean, um, I suppose, um, I, I think it depends upon, yes, yeah, so there, there is an age when children are, are very young where they need a lot of hands-on care all the time. Um, and therefore you really do need two parents, you know, 99% of the time. Mm. Um, but my kids are way past that age. I mean, you give them a phone and they'll sit there for hours ignoring the whole of the world around them. So they'd be fine. <laughs> yeah so um yeah so that, that's that's kind of you know what i hope to do photographically and if i manage to get a great shot of a whale or if i manage to you know you know um you know take some video of husky sledding or whatever i don't know but that'll all just be family memory stuff rather than particularly a a photo project so, so who knows lots of stuff to do lots of stuff to see big adventure which will that take half the summer break. So I will need the rest of our oh, sunny yeah. 16 summer break to get over the, the holiday <laughs> adventure that I've had. <laughs> Amazing. Well, so looking forward to hearing all these fantastic stories. It means I can live vicariously through you <laughs> with, uh, <coughs> with all the amazing things that you'll be up to. And uh, obviously looking forward to seeing the zines that you, um, that you create from, from the uh, images, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, I would definitely be sharing the output right, yeah, when it's when it's done. Um, yeah, no pressure. I know. No pressure. I said that. Well, I don't. I don't feel any pressure. Don't worry. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's um, it's it's a it's a thing that yeah, these things are. But in my very limited experience of creating actual photographic output, you know, um, because it's a hobby for me, um, I deliberately don't let myself feel any pressure and it's an as and when the muse hits me right and and at some point you know i i, I do think oh do you know what I, i've got a bit of energy this evening after work i'm gonna run off a few test prints for that you know that triptych that i'm working on or, or whatever it might be and see what those look like and maybe do a bit of editing and try and get yeah and i'll do that every now and again because it's fun and because you know rather than because i'm forced to do it so that's one of the wonderful things about having photography as a hobby and not having to worry about anybody having any expectations of me. Apart from at family gatherings when I'm expected to take the photos of the grandchildren and stuff like that. But that's only, that, yeah, that, that's only a little job. It doesn't happen very often, especially as the children get older and, and mm -hmm. they're less interested in having their photo taken together. And quite frankly, they're a bit less angelic than they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> actually, I was going to ask how you find including your family in the photos and whether that is something that you think you will do um, as well, whether it's more like documenting the, you know, the places that you are and what you're seeing or whether it's a documentation of your family on this trip. Um, but in my last scene, certainly Ellie was in it, Emma as well can't remember if patrick was in it or not so yeah, some place in the background i think yeah he would be in there yeah be there somewhere so so it's um it's not uh, it's not something i would do purposefully um uh and it's not something i would leave out if the photo fit the thing then yeah then I, i'd include it um but it wouldn't be you know a personal portrait kind of view would be because of whatever the theme is rather than you know rather than anything else um so and the, the other these days as well is that you know um have to be respectful of people's desire to have their photo taken or not because not everybody in my family always wants to have their photo taken so it's not like when the children were little and they would they just loved it was just a game right a game we play with daddy yeah. you know we get the lights out we get the cameras out and you know and, and we yeah. play photos with daddy it's not quite like that when they were like three or four or five years old anymore they've got opinions now and stuff like that it's... oh goodness <laughs> well <laughs> I'm I, I, it'll be I, fab I, yeah yeah i i when i when i uh um pictured you going through uh um calgary I, I thought I, I I saw you in in my inner uh, what's it called the inner eye no what's it called yeah or, or mental eye in your, my, in my your, mental yeah. eye. a mental image in your mind's mental eye image. in my mind's yeah. eye I saw yeah. you with a little pocketable camera 
that you whipped out whenever you needed something with a certain look and then just pocket it, put it back in the pocket when you were finished. Is that something yeah, that there'll be, I mean, I will pretty, I will probably have a camera on me at all times, you know, um, right. so, um, but you know, it'd probably be strapped to my belt or something like that so that it's easily accessible. Do you still have your, um, your pen, your half frame camera? It wasn't the pen, was it? What was your half frame camera aid? Sorry. So I, I well, I, I was beta trialing an Alfie Titch most recently. That yeah i'm really hoping i get that um i don't think it's going to come before we go to canada sadly mm. but i'm really hoping i get it in time for the august the 12th photo what but i don't not that close to what the actual mm. timelines for delivery of those are i know they're progressing well yeah but i'm not sure when they'll be ready so um yeah looking forward to getting that because that is an ideal little pocket yeah, properly mm. pocketable camera uh so that will be a lot of fun when it arrives well, certainly i had a lot of fun with the beta model um yeah you did have a very small little camera maybe it was the 110 was it the pentax oh, I, I had a pentax auto 110 that was quite a small one i did have a a, a minox one with a fold down door you know um yeah, but that broke after time. about two weeks oh. that was a rubbish oh, camera really? that was i think oh. i had um i had a tiny little 110 camera that was uh i don't think it was a minox i can't remember what brand it was but but that then broke as well. Um, oh no! So I was just lots of lots of broken cameras over the years, <laughs> to the point where I stopped buying you know, um, off eBay and things like that because it was just like was you know, these cameras yeah, look interesting. Yeah, but I had this. I had and the then same you buy them with... and you spend you know, somewhere between fifty and a hundred pounds on a camera and you get it and it you put one roll of film through it and then it breaks and it's just like well wow. it's just a bit of a waste of money these days. So it's and I, I had a really hard time finding a Minox, uh, you know, a hundred thirty five Minox mm. that actually worked. Yeah, there's Wherever something I bought one, it's there's something wrong with lots of the Minox. Yeah, just just cameras today. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, these are things that when you when you buy something new and it lasts a few years, it's all it's all good. But you know, some of these things just weren't designed with twenty, thirty, forty years of life in them. You know, mm. that, you know that to to you've got to design for that, and and mm. it's, uh, often those are the sorts of engineering things that get you know compromised out to to design to a price point. You know, mm. so, but yeah, hey, all good though. Um. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that that back. Um, the uh, the Pentax Auto went ten, if I remember correctly, went to Bill two. So oh. um, so he, I think he bought that. Oh, at least yeah, that'll be uh, gone to a good home then for it will, yeah, Absolutely, we're done. Yeah, in, yeah. So in terms of the cameras that you're taking and something like Christian was saying, like pocketable or something like that. Is there anything it, that you have in mind that you can just have with you on your person or are you thinking your phone or, you know, which is also pocketable? <laughs> uh, it, it is, yeah. No, so uh, I, I suspect I will take my trusty Olympus Tough camera because that can go anywhere and uh, and that will be good for things like, you know, when we're at Niagara Falls on the boat at the bottom of Niagara Falls and it's like rain everywhere, it'll be, you know, it'll be good for stuff like that. Um, and then beyond that, I, I did buy into probably spent too much money on this year the the nikon one system which is a a a small system of digital cameras with one inch sensors interchangeable lenses um and i I think those are going to be the main ones that i take with me um i i have chosen not to travel with film cameras um i probably i might get um well at least i think i have (laughs) um but uh yeah yeah i think i have um i i I we'll have. see what the Discord uh, community says about that aid, maybe. So, yeah, 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 we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Any suggestions? Uh, never, you know, say, for... never say never. Um, but, uh, you know, it is, um, if I was to try and shoot film for a whole month in Canada, um, I think that would be beyond my budget at this point in time. Because you think about it, if you're shooting a roll every couple of days, and and a roll of film for me these days. Once you've you bought the film and paid for the processing and the scanning and things like that, I mean it's you know twenty five pound. You know, per, Maybe per you roll. shoot a frame a day, then aid one roll of film will last you a month. In that maybe. case, yeah, yeah, then maybe, maybe that's a good way of doing it. Or so. maybe you need uh, to get yourself that a half frame camera as an interim. 
so that you've got 72 in fact which will definitely last you a month <laughs> yes uh, no, that, that would be one way of doing it certainly yes um you know using a half frame camera that would definitely be a way of doing it so we'll, we'll see where we get to um but uh yeah it's it's yeah a lot lots of good things lots of adventures um coming up um yeah uh just all on that one trip i don't think i've got anything on after that no 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 not when we come back i think it'll be but, but sadly it, back to it, work at that point <laughs> it sounds that you'll you'll be traveling reasonably light in terms of photographic gear which is cool because it, that I is the that... intent yeah yeah um because we'll be doing lots of active things so i don't want to be carrying around massive bags of stuff all the time and and just so I don't have to think too hard about it. You know, I don't want the cameras to get in the way. I want them to disappear so I can have fun and just use whatever I've got with me. Yeah. You know, I um, think sometimes it's, it's, I really am a big friend of just, you know, going simple, yeah, going light. Yeah. And, um, the last really big trip I did, which was very photography related, was when I went to Bhutan. And that was six years ago, nearly. Um, and that I did with just two two cameras two uh, and they were the same two two nikon fe2s um i think i took three lenses i think i had a, a 24 50 and an 85 and don't think i ever used the 85 <laughs> so mm -hmm. i would be quite happy with either a 24 or 28 um and um and a 50 mil equivalent um i've got you know, plenty of other lenses, of course, but if I was really, really to go and pair it down, that'd be what I do. But I do, I'm quite partial to very wide angles these days. So, mm -hmm. you know, maybe yeah. it gives me like an 18 Ooh. mil equivalent and and, uh, yeah. and then a 28 it, and then a 50 or something. It's really funny that you mention it. I, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, John Michael Mendiza uh, last weekend and uh, we visited him in, uh, in Erfurt and um, it was funny because I um, decided to just take a, um, an 18 millimeter equivalent lens with me because um, I felt like I wanted to go wide. And, and um, I had a conversation with John Michael about shooting wide angle. And I told him that I really need a lot of time to actually adjust to the wide angle lens to see compositions that Mm -hmm. work with wide angle lenses but i think once you get the you get a, a feeling for it it's amazing because i i find it very hard to get you know uh the the wide angle mojo but uh, once you have it it's it's great i know what you mean because i've suffered stuff. from that and it's very easy with a super wide angle lens to to take photos that have basically got nothing of interest in no, no subject because there's just so much there's there's nothing um, so what I tend to do is just to think, look, I'd like to take a photo of that. And I walk up to I'm about a meter away from it. Right. And then it will be uh, and, and then you take a photo of the thing. Right. And you can keep an eye on the background, but you'll have plenty of background and there'll be loads of interesting little points and things in the background. But if you're that close to something, there's no doubt what the subject of the photo is. So there's one of my I'm not saying that that's a, a um, you know, guaranteed but uh, you know, um, but it is one of my coping strategies for having a really wide angle lens. It's like, right, if I can touch it, yeah, then then I'm probably close enough. If I can't touch it, I'm probably not close enough. <laughs> although, <laughs> although for those of you that like to shoot people in the city, please don't go up to other people and touch <laughs> them. Okay, that's that's not considered good form. <laughs> the uh, personal space, um, yeah, requirement is. Uh... Yeah, it's something different. <laughs> Indeed, yes, yes. So, uh, right, cool. Well, there we go. I think um, big adventures for the summer, a summer break. Um, thank you, everybody who's who's listened to us now for seven years. And even those of you, of course, many people have listened to us for a long time, but not all seven years. Don't go back um, and listen to the old stuff. <laughs> it was just me and Graham. It wasn't anywhere near as good <laughs> as having loads of other cool people on the podcast with us. Um but we'll be taking a break now for uh, some weeks um, and uh, we will be back in the autumn. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope everybody that's listening has a great summer as well. Um, I yeah, look forward absolutely. to hearing adventures. I, I would certainly be active. I'll be active on the, the Discord over the summer. Uh, yeah, me too. So, yeah. So we're, there'll definitely be stuff going on and conversations going on, um, even if there is no podcast for a short while. 
I was going to say, just to yeah, make it clear for everybody, um, I have managed to log in to Discord. Hooray! Hooray. Um, Hooray. So, woo! so I am also on there now. Right. I, I, as you heard earlier in the show today, have been pretty busy, so have not had much chance to actually uh, be actively on there. But uh, I am now logged in. I have the opportunity to uh, to occasionally post, which will be which will be great. I'm looking forward to hearing all about your adventures as well. Um, and uh, yeah, you can obviously get in touch with us that with us there. Um, tag us in as I know a lot of you also do on social media on Instagram um, uh, with uh, Shoot Film Be Nice and with Sunny Sixteen Podcast. And you can, of course, write to us, uh, sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Um, it would be lovely to hear more about your longer form uh, kind yeah. of like summer adventures, um, some nice emails to come back to um, uh, after the summer break. And, yeah, keep us posted with what you're all up to. And please keep in touch. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me. I'm Little Vintage Photography on Instagram and Vintage Photo Co. on Twitter. Um, and you can also find me on my website. So pop along and see us at the studio um, and the dark room there because I will be I will be there. And membership is up and running, and workshops will still be going on. So uh, apart from my two days in July, in which case I will be putting my out of office on. <laughs> um, but apart from that, I'll mostly be there. And looking forward to speaking to everybody when we come back uh, in September. Cool. Oh, and we'll see some of you on the twelfth of August as well. Yeah. That's it. Yay. Cool. All right. Well, everybody have a great summer and we will be back before you know it. Take care and goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.